Hey there, today is our final episode in the storytelling series. Are you someone who starts to tell a story and you get into the details and before you know it, it's been like 10 minutes, you've lost the plot and nobody is paying attention anymore? Or if they are, they look completely confused? This episode is all about weaving a story into long form content without getting lost. And even if you don't get lost, you're gonna walk away with some awesome tips to include stories in longer content. Now, before we get to that, I've decided to keep the free virtual networking events going. This event is for you if you want to grow your network with amazing people, build long-term business relationships, and practice your networking pitch in a safe space. Go to semiconventional.com slash networking to learn more and sign up for our March event. You don't want to miss it. It's so much fun. The amazing thing about this community is that everybody really wants to help each other. And we're all kind of in that same zone of wanting to meet new people and get that practice in with our networking pitches. So also, if you're not on my email list, you're going to want to join that as well while you're on semiconventional.com because I sent out an email about this exact topic recently. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Her Spoken Image. I'm April Lokar, founder of Semi-Conventional and thought leadership consultant. Are you ready to make a greater impact using your unique perspective? I know what it's like to realize you're in the middle of your career and want to create a new path. I've pivoted from school teacher to corporate trainer to entrepreneur with lots of lessons learned along the way. If you want to use your authentic voice to speak up with confidence, you're going to love it here. Each episode, you'll get actionable tips to master public speaking like a pro while honing your spoken image so your message comes through loud and clear. And we'll do all this through a semi-conventional lens that blends a little tradition with a lot of feminist perspective. Sound good? Then let's get into it. When I think about stories, I often think about movie plots, and many of you might think about books or other types of media, but I think about movies um, probably because I used to love watching movies. That's actually something my husband and I used to do when we first met. We were in college, and we would rent movies like all the time in all the free time we had. I don't even remember what free time is at this point, but all the free time we used to have as, you know, elder teens and early 20-somethings, we would watch movies all the time. This was also back when renting movies was a thing. So I'm definitely aging myself a little bit here. But the point is, we watched a lot of movies and from all different eras and genres, any type of movie that we either hadn't seen before or the other one of us hadn't seen, we would just rent it and watch it. And in that process, you really start to notice things about movie plots, which is very similar to a lot of books as well. There's often a really great story being told, and it has all the great elements, an excellent setting, great characters. There's a conflict. There's a climax to the story. And then there's a resolution at the end. But not every movie has a great story, right? Sometimes it's just a lot of fun and a wild action movie. Sometimes it's a bad movie and is missing all of these things, right? But 
The point is, there are so many movies and books that have amazing stories. And if it's a bad movie or a bad book, oftentimes the story is convoluted, you get lost somewhere in between, they throw some random character in there that is suddenly important, and there's all sorts of craziness that happens because you kind of got lost in the woods a little bit. When it comes to you and your storytelling, we've talked about how important this is to all of the different aspects of what you do. And in the last episode, we talked about using stories in short content, right? Quick stories that you can interject into all all sorts of things. Today, we're talking about longer stories or stories in long form content and really the elements that you need in your story to be able to keep track of where you're going and bring your audience along with you as you tell this story and weave it into your content. Now that content might be a presentation, it might be a keynote, it might be something on social media, it could even be something like an email or a blog. When you want to tell a story that spans through the entirety of something that's going to take more than one to three minutes, you really need to be mindful of a few specific elements. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get to that, I do just want to remind you that with all stories, long or short, I cannot stress enough writing them down. Whether it's just writing down the topic, the idea, a takeaway, you really need to start writing down any story that comes to mind. That way, you'll have something to go off of when it comes time to actually include these stories in some of your content. With that in mind, there's three key elements that I want you to think about when it comes to telling a longer story. The first element is the conflict. That is your central problem or challenge that is really pushing the narrative of your entire story. It might be an internal struggle within, you know, the central character of your story. It might be a conflict between two characters or even just something with external circumstances. So if I'm thinking about the story of my husband and I trying to pick a movie while we're, you know, getting our food on a Friday night while we're in college and dating, you know, the conflict here could be a conflict between the two characters, right? He and I are trying to decide what movies we're going to rent Or even after we've rented these movies, which one are we going to watch tonight? And which one are we going to watch tomorrow? Right? And there might be some conflict that comes up along the way as far as, you know, who wanted to watch what when or why we might want to watch that movie tomorrow because, well, tonight I don't want to watch anything that's going to keep me up at night or things like that. Right? So there's all sorts of ways you could go with this, but it's really, it doesn't have to be a big conflict, but it's something that is driving the plot identifying this element is really going to give you something to pull from when it comes to including it in your longer form content. You can decide which elements of the conflict are most important for the context that you're telling it in. And that might change depending on where you're telling the story or which type of presentation or keynote you're including it in, right? The the conflict elements could change a little bit and what you're focused on. The important part here is that it's adding some tension and suspense 
and really keeping your audience engaged and invested in the outcome. It is creating a sense of urgency because they want to know what happened, right? It gives the story a clear direction, giving obstacles and, you know, things that people can overcome and get past. So again, it doesn't have to be huge or incredibly life-changing, but a conflict is present in like every story ever told. I mean, even if you look at a relatively benign kid's book, like The Very Hungry Caterpillar, right? There's a conflict there, right? He's hungry. That's the problem. And he keeps trying to eat everything that he can along the way. So everything that you look at when you think about a story, there is some sort of central problem. So get that really crystal clear when you are including a story in your content. And that's going to help you to weave it throughout. The next element is the climax of the story. And that's really the turning point or the peak where that tension reaches the highest point and the outcome of this conflict is then decided. So think of it as like the moment of greatest intensity or a revelation. Again, thinking back to like the movie example, I can remember a Halloween where my husband and I decided to get some movies that we rented. We were in his dorm room watching them. Again, this was back in college a long time ago. But we were watching these movies and we're not big, scary movie or horror fans, but, you know, we'll watch something that's on the borderline. And we rented a bunch of movies and I think we chose to watch um, 28 Days Later. And if you don't know the movie, look it up. But at the end of this movie, right, so we're watching it, it's dark out, it's Halloween, we're in college just sitting there in the dark with, you know, this movie on. And... As soon as the end credits start to roll, the power goes out everywhere in the whole complex. So the way that I might build up to this climax in the story is there might have been a conflict where we're trying to decide which movie to watch. I maybe wanted to watch like Monster House instead. And he was like, no, let's watch 28 Days Later right now. And once we finish this movie, the power goes out, right? That's the climax of this story. And, you know, the conflict was around which movie to watch. And so we get to this climax where this crazy event happens. And this is real life, by the way, this actually happened. All the power went out. When we watched this movie, we got to the very end, the credits start to roll, power out. It was crazy. It was so terrifying in the moment. Everything was pitch black. And in that moment, I might have looked at him and, well, he probably wouldn't have seen me looking at him, but I may have looked at him in the dark and said, we should have watched Monster House. So in this particular example, I could use this story to demonstrate, you know, being right in a relationship, or it could be a matter of, you know, hey, we compromised. And because, you know, we went with one movie over the other, then this crazy thing happened. And now we have this great story. Right. There could be all sorts of things that I use this story in. And the point here is that the climax is that memorable and impactful part of the story where your audience is experiencing the culmination of that narrative and where we're at. It gives sort of a satisfaction as that tension is resolved and the story is really reaching its peak. And again, leaving that lasting impression for your audience. 
in a lot of stories that you tell as part of a presentation or a keynote, the climax is where the audience starts to go, oh, I kind of I see where we're going to start to wrap this up. And they start to get a glimmer of the resolution or your takeaway. And that's the final element that I want to talk about today is the positive resolution. Now, not every movie has a positive resolution, right? Let's be real. Sometimes the end of a movie, you just kind of feel blah and it sucks and it just ends. Um, But when it comes to including a story in especially a presentation or keynote, you want some type of positive resolution. And I don't mean it has to be happy, but when I say positive resolution, It's a conclusion to the story where the conflict is resolved one way or the other. Again, it doesn't have to be a happy ending, but it needs to be resolved. And the person in this story, you know, learns a lesson. Most of the time that's going to be you because most of our stories that we tell are personal stories, but it's something where you have a takeaway and it provides some closure and kind of wraps up the narrative that you have told throughout. So think about a positive resolution, again, not as necessarily a happy ending, but what is the takeaway? And this is where we go back to something I've said before. I'm telling you this story because that's a great way to transition into your resolution and make sure that you're wrapping up the story and bringing your audience along with you especially in presentations, keynotes, you know, even really in articles and emails, if you're not including that resolution, it sort of just leaves the audience with a lacking of fulfillment and closure. And it's really tough for your audience to feel connected when you don't give that positive resolution, right? We need some sort of closure to the story And it really helps to reinforce the central message or the theme that you are trying to get across when it comes to including this story. Now, your resolution could even be something like a cautionary tale, so to speak, where you're saying, hey, I'm telling you the story so you don't make the same mistakes I did when I first started my business. Or it could be something where it helps them to feel motivated and empowered or even just uplifted, right? So they have this like, I can do this too. You want to think about what your resolution is inspiring for them. So with my movie example, the takeaway that I have on that is my husband and I found something that we really bonded over and it was just watching movies. It didn't have to be a certain type of movie for us to enjoy it or take something away. And it was something that I think really allowed us at that early stage of our relationship to have a lot of conversations about, you know, hey, what was this movie about? Or what did you take away from it? Or what was the acting like for you? You know, and we were able to have just a lot of different conversations kind of about other things that related to the movie that we just watched. And so, you know, it was a way to continue a conversation and not just talk about whatever happened that day, right? It was to have bigger conversations about the way we saw the world and, you know, impact each other um, based on that conversation. So, you know, movies was really our way to get to know each other better and impact each other's lives as we grew together. 
And just to throw it back to the Halloween example, to this day, we still tend to watch a Halloween movie on Halloween, whether it's, you know, something that's actually scary or literally we'll still watch Monster House. So that's something that we still do to this day, even though we started doing it mm, 21 years ago or something to that effect. Now, I want to circle back to staying focused with your story and not getting lost because this happens so often, especially if we're in a presentation telling a story and we get off topic and we get a little bit too down the rabbit hole of the story itself, right? So think about the conflict, the climax, and the resolution before you go too far into the story. Because if you're thinking about what the takeaway is, what is that positive resolution that you have, it really helps you to stay focused on what's important when it comes to the conflict and the climax. So it helps you to stay focused on what characters do I need to include? Who's involved in this story? Is it just, you know, me interacting with the world? Is it me and another person? Is it two other people that I saw that were having some sort of challenge, you know, whatever the case may be, it helps you to stay focused on what to include. So like many other things that I have said in life, start with the end in mind. Start with the positive resolution. And once you know exactly what you're going to do as far as the takeaway, it makes it so much easier to think about the other elements. Now, if you're telling a longer story and maybe you didn't have that much time to prep, maybe it's not some predetermined presentation that you're giving, but maybe you're in a meeting and you got to talk about something and this is more off the cuff, still think about what's the point I'm trying to get across? What is that positive resolution? And then, oh, here's an example that I can use to tell that resolution, right? And to get that point across. There's all sorts of things that will start to pop into your head in casual conversation as you continue to jot down your stories. So again, keep jotting down your stories and keep putting them somewhere, even if it's just a you know quick bullet point of like, hey, this story about this place or this thing, and here's a quick takeaway. It can be as simple as that all of those elements will help you to become a much better storyteller and be able to stay focused on the story that helps bring your audience with you. And when they're with you, they're connected, they're engaged, and everything else that you're trying to get across comes across. Now, I want to hear how your stories are coming along. So as you are telling stories in all of your endeavors, shoot me an email, april at semiconventional.com. And I want to know how it's going, because if this was at all helpful to you, then I've done my job. I can't wait to hear how your stories are going and how you're using some of these elements in your storytelling. Till next time. Before you go, thanks for listening. Hit that subscribe button, then leave a review so other aspiring thought leaders can find the show and hone their spoken image too. That's it for today. And remember, I'm rooting for you.